everybody. Welcome to Supplements, a weekly podcast where we talk about clean, natural supplements after tasting a new beer or wine that we've never had. I'm Val. And I'm Ben. Hang out with us today as we taste a Cabernet Sauvignon from Educated Guests and then talk about garlic. Then head over to any of our social media pages and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. Please remember that this podcast does not substitute for medical advice. Good evening. Benjamin. Uh, hey Val. Garlic, you say? Garlic. I'm so excited. Did I even have any garlic today? I feel like I have garlic most mm, days. It's in most of our food. Okay. We just always cook with it. I'm a big fan. What do you think about our wine today? I'm really interested in this wine. So you reminded me that we've actually had this before. Well, we've had this brand and I can't remember which of theirs Parietal. that it was. Yeah. One of our friends actually bought us a bottle of one of these wines for a housewarming for our last house. <laughs> yeah, so it was so long it's ago that I forgot ago. it. Yeah, um, but it's educated guests, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the yeah. That's the series of wines from Roots Run Deep Winery. So they have a Chardonnay, they have a Pinot Noir, and they have a Cabernet Sauvignon, and that's the one that we're going to be tasting. I found it at Trader Joe's. You can also find it at Total Wine. For $20-ish. All right. Why don't we go ahead and give it a shot? Why don't we taste it? Cheers. Cheers, Val. Oh, interesting. There's a smoothness is the the word that comes to mind to this. It's floral. I'm feeling lost without our cards. I know you usually get to research beforehand. There's not as much bite as I was expecting. Correct. Yes. Right? But I feel like the body is maybe not that full. I was going to say it's super full. It's really smooth. Is it lingering like in your mouth? Yes. Oh. (laughs) We need someone to come in and arbitrate this. (laughs) Well, we do know kind of what we're looking for, correct? There's a pretty good description on the back of the bottle. Not every winery gives these descriptions, but... I don't think this description on the back just pertains to the cab. I think it includes um, the other wines in the series. But the last line or two, you know, they do point out the cabs. They say this Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon is the richest, ripest, and most complex Cabernet you can buy for the money. So not super descriptive about what we're tasting. So why did you pick this wine? Can you tell me? So Was I, it because of the label? It was probably three reasons. So one, it was in the kind of price range that we wanted. Although it was on the upper end, we were shooting for something 20 bucks or below. Mm-hmm. It was the style that I felt like, a kind of hopefully full cab was kind of what I was feeling. The label is pretty badass. I do enjoy the label. I know, it's pretty it's great. Got tons of chemical formulas on it. We've got aromatics, sulfites, sulfates, sulfur dioxide. It's even got an acetaldehyde mass balance, as far as I can tell. Mm, okay. Although I can't really read the axes very well. It's got graphs of trending total acetaldehyde and free acetaldehyde. So I'm intrigued. Anyhow, um, the other thing that I did is I just quickly looked up on my phone um, some of the ratings that other people have given the Educated Guest Cab, and it was like usually four and a half out of five stars or above. So that's why I picked it. I felt like it was a pretty safe bet, and I wanted to see kind of what we thought about it. So what are you tasting? Let's start there. With these red wines, I always struggle to figure out which like darker colored fruits that I'm supposed to be tasting. Mm. So sometimes they're cherry forward and sometimes it's like a ripe red raspberry and sometimes it's plum and I just never seem to have the correct palate to pick up these hints that I'm supposed to. Gotcha. Well, what are you tasting here? Well, I read a description. Oh, you already cheated. 
Well, you, I was trying to be helpful. I didn't realize you were going to ask me specifically. We were probably reading the same description. All right. So what did you what did you read? So now that I've read it, it says that it's rich, ripe, and focused with juicy blackberry and cherry fruit, cocoa, and hints of mint all tied together. Oh, I never got the mint. With a creamy French vanilla middle and a finish that, in a word, lingering. So I find that often they also say like vanilla and I never really pick up any kind of vanilla hints. Okay. And the mint was really interesting to me. I have a very similar but slightly different description in front of me that overlaps with what you said pretty much word for word, except it doesn't have the mint, but I do have chocolate. You had cocoa. Cocoa. Mm -hmm. Mine says creamy milk chocolate and then dusty notes all tied together with a toasty oak finish. I feel like that to me is more, is closer to what I'm tasting than the vanilla. The oak. Yeah. It could be it. Toasty oak. I'm glad that you said that because when I read that I should be tasting cocoa or like hints of cocoa, yeah. I was thinking that I tasted something that was kind of like like a roasty flavor. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure if maybe it was coming from that. But you said hints of toasted oak. And now that you say that, I feel like it's probably a little bit of that, it's I guess, enough. that I'm tasting. Yeah. And then always like the hints of cherry, blackberry. I feel like those are all pretty standard for this type of wine. Yeah. We can say that now. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm rated. All right. You're rated. I'm rated. What do you think the odds are that we are like diametrically opposite here? Oh, probably pretty good, actually. Okay. All right. I'm curious. I feel we always taste like different things in the same wines. Yeah. That like we agree on some things, but most of the time we're tasting like very different components that the other one is not noticing. All right. Well, let's check it out. Okay. Let's see what we got. So first off for body. Four. I, I put a four. four. We both put a four. That's a hell of a start. I wouldn't have thought we would have agreed on that. All right. Acidity. And a two. I put two. Stop. I did actually put two. Um, wait, what did you do next? Fruit. Oh, I did sweetness Okay, next. sweetness. Three. Two. All right, fruit. Uh, fruit, I put a three. Three? <laughs> Gasp. I really am surprised. All right, what'd you put for tannins? <laughs> uh, four. <gasps> four! No way. This is... Did we make good educated guesses? This is guesses? completely <gasps> unpredictable. So, Interesting. either we have nailed it on the head or we're just... Or we're totally both way off in the wrong. same way. Oh, no matter what, we're together. It's great. Okay, so I didn't re- expect for us to have the same, the same rating. So to review, we are tasting uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from the Educated Guess. Although I guess you said it's from Roots Run Deep Winery, which yeah. I totally missed first time around. So, oops. Again, Napa Valley, and they specifically created this Educated Guest series to be affordable. Cool. I don't think they. Um, store them. I don't think they age them for very long. Well, when I was looking it up... They just hit them straight to market. There's a 2017 varietal of the same. So I think they just... They make them every year. Yeah. And then put them out. Is what it seems like. I mean, you can get higher dollar options from that same winery. And they have funny names like the PhD and the... (laughs) I don't know what else. The student union or whatever. That's kind of funny. College names. I think it's pretty good for like a $20 wine off the shelf. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. What's your food pairing? <gasps> I didn't even think about a food pairing. Hmm. You're still thinking. Can I tell you mine? Yeah. Sirloin steak with mushroom sauce. No, thank you. Yes. Why do ma'am. people always want to have steak with wine? Ah, just it, it would hit the spot. Oh, Give me a plate of some steak and mushrooms. It'd be so good with this. 
I was hmm. thinking like a dessert that you can have. Like a blackberry pie or a cobbler or something. Kind of, but with the acidity in this wine, I really want something richer with it. I but think. you can have some fresh whipped cream on it. I mean, you can. Or it's out fine. of a can. <laughs> you can. Would your steak have garlic sauce on it? Mm, absolutely. Tell me more about this garlic sauce, or at least the key component. I would love to. <laughs> the key component of your garlic sauce would be garlic? Garlic. <laughs> We're going to talk a lot about the different aspects of garlic today, just like we do with any other herb. Yeah. I've been pretty bad about outlining the different things that we're going to talk about. You mean for in this these, episode? In No, like just in the past. So we're going to talk all about like just garlic in general. Then we're going to talk about its uses, its side effects, any contraindications or like things you should not take with it. Okay. Then I'll give a recommendation and then that's going to be our show. Can I ask a general preparatory question? Yes. How many of the uses will be involving the undead or vampires <laughs> specifically? Zero. Hmm. But that's a good point. I'll keep an open mind. Okay. I'll keep it open. Okay. I promise. So I had a really good pop quiz for you, and I was sad that I didn't find this when we were doing our supplement fun facts for the oh, that's awesome. advent calendar. Oh, I can't wait. So garlic is a plant in what plant family? Oh, that's the pop quiz? Yeah. Oh, like the onion? Okay, right. So it's correct, but it's not totally correct. Oh. So like, yes, it is like, it is in the same plant family as onions. Okay. It's in the lily family. Really? The lily family? Yeah. Does it flower like a lily? I don't know. Well, I want to know. Well, I demand answers. The bulbous onion is also in the lily family. And the edible relatives, I guess, probably also like shallots, garlic. Chives. But they're in the lily family. The scientific name or what to look for on the label is Aleum sativum L. Mm. And I've seen the L before and I've wondered what it stood for, but I never looked it up. The L stands for the lily family. I think we can all agree that lilies are beautiful. I thought it was so cool. Maybe the most beautiful. We always talk about the part of the plant that is used. So clearly it is the bulb of the plant that is used. And it has been used medicinally since biblical times. You can find it in ancient literature all the way back in lots of different cultures. So the Romans, Egyptians, Greeks, Hebrews, the Babylonians have been known to use garlic. And the people that built the pyramids apparently ate it for strength, which we still don't even I... know how the pyramids were built. Yeah. But apparently, garlic was involved. Gar- garlic was the answer. <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, I want to know how much like brute strength was required for building the pyramids. And I want to know like how much garlic was actually being dished out. And I don't know. I have lots of questions about I know, that statement. So many questions. So, yeah. <laughs> but sweet. At least their food was. <laughs> Super tasty while they were toiling away building pyramids. No, if they ate it raw, then it would not even be that tasty. Oh, poor people. It is the sulfur compounds and the sulfhydryl. Am I saying that correctly? Sure. And sulfhydryl is sulfur and hydrogen compounds that are the active medicinal parts of garlic. Interesting. Alacin is the best known active part of garlic. And garlic also contains a few different B vitamins, vitamin C, zinc, iron, calcium, and magnesium. 
like is it enough to really kind of matter in terms of your daily uptake? It was just those no, are some I mean, you know, you're supposed to get most of your vitamins and minerals from food. Yeah. And this food contains these vitamins and minerals. Gotcha. So it's not going to be like 150% of your daily intake, but it's going to, you know, contribute towards being a healthy part of your diet. Cool. Garlic has lots of different uses. So garlic can be an immune booster. Mm-hmm. Is it enough to just eat garlic? Will that kind of boost your immune system enough? If you want to eat raw garlic, it will. But if you oh, cook it, then the medicinally active parts cook off. Even if I don't overcook it like I usually do? Even <laughs> if I just kind of... So like, so like once you start smelling it, it's probably cooking off the medicinal like parts. crush it or start chopping it. And then I think the actives are only really there for a really short time. Oh, I see. I read a lot of conflicting information. So some places said like a matter of minutes and others said that you can keep it for up to two and a half days in your fridge Hmm. and it will still be like medicinally useful. So you can use it to boost your immune system. And like I said before, it's the sulfur and the hydrogen compounds that are good for you. So they protect against free radical damage. Garlic also contains selenium and vitamin C and vitamin A, which also protect against free radical damage. And I thought we could take a second to just talk about free radicals in general, because you hear a lot about like the antioxidants and vitamin C and how it fights against all these free radicals. But if you don't know what those are, then you probably like don't care that those vitamins are doing those things for your body. Free radicals are when oxygen molecules split in your body, so they leave atoms that have free electrons. So you know what that means. Yep. Would you like to tell us what it means? No, I want you to keep going. So basically, (laughs) they just have like these extra electrons, and they're out looking for something else to bond with that has electrons, right? So electrons want electrons. So if you have just free ones hanging out, they like want something to pair with. Right. And they're generally very short-lived. Like, oh, so they want to do it fast. They're highly energetic, and when they collide with something else, they tend to react. If they interact with something that is a stable molecule, then they can create a product that is still a free radical, and they can propagate an entire reaction chain that way. That's but, just kind of basic chemistry. That's not particularly like biological or anything like that. I'm glad you said all of that because here are my next point was that sometimes free radicals can fight off bacteria or like other invaders in your body. And sometimes they try to pair up with necessary proteins or cells or even DNA and this can cause damage in your body. I just thought it was interesting. That's all. Garlic can also help reduce blood pressure. So the methyl allyl trisulfide is the compound in garlic that dilates blood vessels. And it can also thin the blood by keeping platelets from gathering together and forming clots. So like if you're on a blood thinner, you would like to watch your garlic intake. Perhaps don't take it supplementally. That's good advice. I thought that was so interesting. I feel like one of the most often contraindications or interactions that comes up is blood thinning. Yes, we've seen that the most often right. so far out of these 15 episodes now that we've done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Garlic can also help lower serum cholesterol. So that's just your overall blood cholesterol level that you get like tested for. Aged garlic is especially good for this because it's shown to have higher levels of the active compounds. It is good for just general blood circulation and heart health. 
It prevents fat from binding with the free radicals that we talked about earlier, which is really cool because once the fats become oxidized, they can be deposited into tissues and arteries. So if the fat can't break down, then it can't really be deposited into these different areas that are causing you issues. Like I said before, garlic has a high sulfur content, and that high sulfur content gives it antibacterial and antifungal properties. Hmm. So it can help with yeast infections, such as athlete's foot, vaginal yeast infections, and candida. What is candida again? Candida is a yeast overgrowth in your gut. Ugh, gross. Yeah, well, you drink a lot of beer, so... Excuse me, this is getting very personal. A candida cleanse might do you Maybe good. if somebody didn't want to do an advent calendar for all of December. We would have bought that advent calendar anyway. Yes, but the thrill of making the podcast plus the advent calendar may have led to more supplementary beers than would have otherwise been consumed. <laughs> so maybe we should do a post-advent candida cleanse calendar. Sure. Okay. There are some studies that show that garlic has antiviral properties, so it may help with the cold, fever blisters, some strains of the flu, herpes, and smallpox. There have been studies done on the smallpox virus. That's something to look up. That's some, that sounds nuts. really promising. Garlic can help with digestion. Because of its natural antibiotic properties, it can help keep the digestive system clean and flush out toxins. That sounds cool too. And I want to know if it's like helping to pull toxins through a particular membrane or... Sure. You can also help your body flush out additional toxins in the morning by drinking a glass of water as soon as you wake up. One interesting thing that I read in my prescription for nutritional healing book, you can take two garlic tablets or capsules prior to eating out at a restaurant to help protect against food poisoning. You can be doubtful if you want. That sounds too good to be true. (laughs) If you eat something straight up rotten, it's not going to prevent you from getting sick. But it does have some antibacterial properties. So if you eat something that's just like a little bit funny, but like, you know, the taste isn't really different, but it's, you know, might might bother some people, then it can take care of like some of the mild discomfort that you might have with you're like, oh, I think I ate something that was like, maybe not so good. Yeah. I thought that was so interesting. I Yeah, I could have used that last year. Remember when I got food poisoning? No. Mm, I don't want to talk about any of the details on the podcast, but it was... Can you tell me the type of food we ate? It was... No, it was just me. I was at lunch, and I had gotten <laughs> lunch from a place, and I don't eat at that place anymore. I haven't gotten food poisoning at my new lunch spot, aka our kitchen, this entire year yet. You're welcome. So that's good. Really taking care of business over yeah, here. Yeah, you're probably sneaking me garlic pills before lunch. All right, lastly, I read in a paper on the NIH website that it even has been found to have anti-tumor properties. Oh, <gasps> what? So I think they're doing a lot of studies on that right now. So there was okay. not anything really conclusive on that. But I think there's a lot of stuff in progress right now, Yeah, which I thought was so cool. I do like the hypothetical idea in my brain of a commercial that says, ask your doctor about garlic (laughs) (laughs) instead of (gasps) some four or five syllable trade name. I don't think they 
could do that because they would be like, side effects include bad breath and maybe stomach ache. And that would be the end. What would the side effect people do? Like, they would they be out of a job. They reserve the last 35 seconds of the commercial saying every bad thing that could happen to a human body as quickly as possible. I think those side effect announcers are paid by the word. So, like, <laughs> that industry would be crippled. Side effects include bad breath and stomach ache. That's it. That's all I could find. There are some contraindications, like we talked about earlier. Garlic has blood thinning properties, so watch if you're on blood thinners or anticoagulants. And also, if you're going to have surgery or dental work. Right. And if you sleep in coffins at night. And that. So I have one singular brand recommendation. I know Ben is looking at my reference right now, and there's just like a whole entire page for this recommendation. I am really, really excited about this. The brand is called Kyolic. It is a very highly researched brand. There have been almost 900 peer-reviewed scientific articles that have been published about this brand specifically. They use an aged garlic formula, and they have all different variations of this aged garlic formula that you can get. The link that I'll put up is just for their original formula. It's just their cardiovascular formula, aged garlic, high potency, high quality. The garlic is organic, and I believe it is the best-selling one. And they have numbers on them. So the original formula is 100. Then they have a 101, and that's a stress and fatigue relief. So they have added GABA, B1, B6, and B12 to this formula. Then they have a, a candida cleanse and digestion. That's number 102. And it has ginger and other enzymes in it. So maybe that would be good for you and your beer drinking gut. You just gut. keep saying this as if it's true, but you have no proof. Why would you say I have candida? Fatigue is one of the symptoms. Mm, that's more from just like binge watching Netflix. Maybe you just had it forever. I have Netflixida. I don't have candida. Formula 103 is the immune blend. So it has vitamin C, astragalus, and a mushroom blend included. Formula 104 is for cholesterol. It has lecithin included. Formula 105 is for detox and anti-aging. So it has herbal antioxidants, vitamins A, C, and E with it. I'm very excited about it. You're just, Ben is just sitting here like staring at my computer and I am so excited to know all of the different numbers, what they finally mean after selling them for so many years. There's a lot of information on this page. It's pretty intense. Formula 106 is for circulation. And we're still going. Yes, we're still going. There are (laughs) 10 of them that we're going to talk about. Keep it up. The circulation formula has vitamin E, cayenne, and hawthorn in it. I know. So We've never talked about hawthorn. We haven't talked about it yet, but we can. There is a phytosterols for cholesterol support, and that's number 107. And phytosterols are plant fats that are structurally similar to cholesterol. So they can like trick your body. The phytosterols come in and they're like... Do I want to trick my body? Yes. Like we just said, your body is rude. And it's out to get me. Mm -hmm. Why do I want to instigate it? No, you're not. You're like, here, take this. And they're like, yeah, that looks great. And you're like, haha, it's healthy. It's like whenever parents shred carrots or something into brownies. I don't know. It's like zoodles. It's like zucchini noodles is what we're talking about. Zucchini noodles are not a substitute for noodles. And I don't care who says they are because they are not texturally the same. Formula 108 is total heart health. It has B6, B12, folic acid, and L-arginine. That is an amino acid. 
What's the L stand for? Left. <laughs> Remember, we talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Formula 109 is for blood pressure. So it has the natto in it that we talked about. Mm. And suntheanine, which also helps with mood. And then Formula 110 includes CoQ10, which is good for your heart. The Kyolic brand is also odorless, so you won't have weird garlic breath or like weird garlic burps if you burp. Oh. Like the same way that people worry about fish, fishy burps with fish oil. You won't have weird like garlicky anything. And like I said before, the link that I will put up for the product recommendation will just be for the original formula, but you can browse all the other formulas from there. Well, that's all I have, so. All right. Well, take us out, Belle. Thank you, everybody, for sipping with us today. Don't forget to visit our website or any of our social media pages for information about today's episode or promos for our listeners. Just as a reminder, the wine that we tried today was the Educated Guests from Roots Run Deep Winery, Cabernet Sauvignon. If you have any feedback, please email us at supplements at gmail.com. Don't forget to share with your friends and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Please remember that this podcast does not substitute for medical advice. Supplements art made by Janie Creates and music by Slow Ride. Find supplements wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>